Hello and welcome to another edition of Bills from Afar with me, Tim Roger, my co-host Charlie. Charlie, how you doing? Yeah, well, I'm well. It's weird not to be preparing to actually watch a Bills game in person after the last three weeks. Um, yeah. But yeah. Uh, nice to be home and um, just, yeah, got my own stuff around me and uh, facing up to a, uh, a, a primetime game, which is, uh, I don't know, just yeah. doesn't seem appealing at the moment, but I'll, I'll be up no. for it tomorrow. No, I think it's only like, what, two 6pm games UK time for us. So that's, um, yeah, it's tough to kind of take. A lot of those are nine o'clock and I've talked about it before. That's my preference. Yeah. Uh, if, if a Bills if a Bills game's going to happen, nine o'clock's a great time for me. But like, I do kind of like a six every now and then. And, you know, especially, I just don't know, after what, you know, happened the last weekend and, you know, the injury blows and that kind of thing from last weekend as well, I just don't have the appetite as much as I normally would for a Bills game, a primetime game as well. Um, so, it's a weird uh, game as well, obviously, because the Giants are yeah. in bad form. And exactly. So maybe up, It's a little bit less. You know, um, yeah, maybe if they had Daniel Jones and, you know, they weren't quite as banged up and they're more competitive like I thought they were going to be, then maybe I'd be like, yeah, a bit more up for watching the game. But because it should, 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 this is a Bills we're talking about here, but in theory, it should be a blowout. Then it just kind of, yeah, it doesn't, my, my appetite for staying up and watching it isn't as much as what it would be if it was a no. big game like a Chiefs or, you know, a Dolphins or something like that. It's, so it's funny, isn't it? Like, I'm, I'm kind of, I wouldn't say I'm down on it, but I don't have the intensity I've had for the last three weekends has been so high. This is obviously a step down considerably to, to that for, for the reasons mm. you just mentioned. But come kickoff, I'll be well up for it again. <laughs> I, mm. I just, that's the way I am. I just, uh, I just love watching the Bills play football. It doesn't matter. Yeah, what what's going on? So, yeah, yeah. Um, so we got yeah. We'll talk about this this Giants matchup. It's a bit of a weird one, isn't it? Um, mm. A lot of injuries on their side. Bills mm. coming off a uh, pretty tepid performance in London. Um, how do you what, what do you expect expecting from this game coming into it? Well, just because of the injuries that the Giants have got especially on offense, the fact that, well, we know how bad Daniel Jones has been anyway this season and how bad our offense looks anyway. Like, you know, I'm not expecting anything really from the Giants. Like, you know, I had high hopes for this team going into the season when we'd done our our overall NFL season preview. These this Giants team was one of the bets I had for um, over <laughs> win total. Um, I went for the overs on that. That was seven and a half. Um, I'm going to be lucky if they get to five or six, really, because, <laughs> you know, we saw how, you know, the first season went with Dable. We all know and love Brian Dable um, based on his time in Buffalo and how much, you know, he helped and improved Josh Allen, that kind of thing. Um, and just how he optimised Daniel Jones in that offence. And, you know, they clearly didn't have the weapons, they had no deep threats. The line was, um, you know, uh, not a good line as well. And they kind of got the best out of that team. So I kind of thought, well, you know, season, extra weapons, all this kind of thing. You know, there's yeah. some optimism there. I wasn't expecting them to win the NFC East, or, but I thought they'd be a lot more competitive. I thought they'd be nine or 10 wins, but they're just not there. Like, and it starts with the O-line. Like, if we just go straight into that, like, the O-line at full strength has been poor. I think it's given up the most sacks this season in the NFL. Um, and that's with, like, their full strength O-line. You look at their injury report, and I think there's only the right guard spot 
that isn't a questionable or out like Andrew Thomas, yeah. who they paid as a franchise left tackle. And he's been a really good left tackle for them as well since he entered the league. He's um, questionable, I think. He's out, you know, John Michael Schmidt, he's out. who we... He's out. Fully out. Okay, yeah, I didn't yeah. even realise that. Okay. According to the Giants website, so, he's out. Four. John Michael Schmidt is out. Um, Matt Pert is out. Ooh, Another offensive okay. tackle. I mean, they are just decimated on that O-line. Yeah, um, and obviously yeah. that's one of the big strengths of the Bills, isn't it? I mean, it's just it's the worst possible place. That's for them it. To be like, yeah, and you talk about you know what you know the Bills uh, injuries and that kind of thing, like the defensive line outside of Puna Ford's missed a couple of games. Obviously, Daquan Jones is out for a long period of time, and he's playing really a really high level. So that obviously that's a loss. But we talked about it going into the season, and it's still true that this D line from the Bills is probably the strongest position group in terms of depth. You know, got a lot of guys there. Um, you know, a lot of good rotation pieces. We saw how good uh, Ed Oliver and AJ Epineza were against the Jags. And Oliver has been all season. Yeah, got Von Miller back. Rousseau's going to be back for this game as well. So, yeah, um, it's not looking good at all. And Tyrod, you know, we've got all got... Um, I think, well, I won't say all. Most of uh, Bill's Mafia have got only good things to say about the guy uh, in his stint. You know, he's, we, we kind of knew what he was and, uh, you know, he kind of worked at the time. Uh, but yeah, he, he won us games and, you know, at the end of the day, got us over the hump with the playoffs. So we'll always be kind of um, grateful for him and his time. But you look at that, the fact that, you know, he's going to be playing yeah. against behind that offensive line. It's, it's, it's going to be a hard day for him. Really he's is. Up, isn't he now these days and uh, yeah. he's not a starting quarterback and, um, it's, yeah, he's going to be running for his life. I mean, it's a good job he, he can run because he's going to need to. Um, I'm I'm kind of just fascinated to see how it all plays out and just how bad it's going to be. I'm actually, <laughs> I'm sure we'll talk about bets in a bit, but I, I keep looking for the line in terms of how many um, how many sacks uh, the the line is for um, for this game. Uh, the Bills, the line against uh, Washington was uh, was I think it was I think you could do an over under of five sacks, um, which is a bet that I placed and was happy to see us get nine. And I feel like it, even if it's five or six again, I'll probably place the money down. So yeah, um, yeah very interested to see what that how that looks. In terms of, I was going to sorry, yeah. I was just going to ask um, at the start of this because I think you've either been at the games or have you you've been at the fits. And for the last, what game was it where? It's a prime time game. I'm just trying to think now, but you went to the obviously a casino in London. Yep. The Jets, yeah, yeah, oh bloody hell. Um, you, you stand at home for this one. This is the first game that you're going to be, yeah, kind of sticking is. at home. First one of the season yeah. I'll be watching at home, so you'll uh, go to bed hopefully around nine ish, get up um, mm. in advance of maybe midnight one ish probably, and um, it's a Sunday night football, which means there'll be other games kind of on. Um, so I tend to sort of get up a bit earlier and watch those, and I'll go back to bed. And then I'll start work yeah. um, on uh, on Monday morning as normal. So um, yeah, it'd yeah. be brutal, but uh, it is what it is. I'll get my snacks in and yeah. um, hopefully try and keep myself awake. How about you? How about you? I, ha- I have to admit, I'm a little bit gutted that I haven't just taken a Monday off because obviously we've a London game, Titans Ravens, which isn't a great game on paper. Uh, don't get me wrong, but the fact that you know the Bills are right at the end, you've got like four sets of games basically. You know, it's a yeah. full on uh, NFL Sunday. Is that how you're planning to spend so... your Sunday? Just sit there and watch 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 four games back to back? Is that what you're going to do? <laughs> I don't know if I'll quite make it that far, but it's no. like you. I've got work the next day, so I'm at. I don't think the um, evening slate, the nine o'clock slate, is the best. So 
Um, I might watch a little bit of it. But the thing is, like you, and I know you've said this before, but whenever the Bills are prime time, especially Sunday night, and you know those games before, I don't know the implications for the Bills. Myself, my mind being like, oh, what's happening in this? Even if it's a yeah. dud game, you know, even if the Patriots are playing, they're really poor. I like to kind of know what's going on still. Um, so I find it hard to kind of close my mind and, you know, just focus on trying to sleep. Uh, so yeah. who, let's see what happens. I think I might be struggling to work Monday based on kind of how I see it going. But it's quite uh, interesting on how that uh, Seahawks Bengals game goes and the 49ers Browns game goes on the 6 p.m. slate. Um, there's a couple of games mm-hmm. that are really quite interested to see how they play out. Um, but then once you get to the 9:25 slate, you're looking at Lions Buccaneers, Cards Rams, Eagles Jets, uh, Cowboys Chargers. That's obviously a, that's obviously on. Uh, mm. Uh, so Monday night football. So yeah, there's not there's not much in that slot after uh, after nine p.m. So I think you're right, and maybe that's that ties in quite nicely to be able to actually sleep and not have to worry too much about what else is happening. Yeah, no, good stuff. I mean, the other thing to to note is that second Barclays um, are still questionable, yeah. and I think given this offensive line, I'd be very if I was the Giants, I'd be loath to uh, to risk him and just let him uh, yeah hopefully get healthy for the week week after. Well, uh... I mean, this is a yeah. bit of a free hit for them, really, isn't it? So, mm. well, you know, they, they've really struggled to run the ball, and you're not going to run the ball, obviously, when you're behind, especially like they have been, which has pretty much been two scores most of the season. Yeah. It's felt like, um, so you know, they're struggling to throw it, they're struggling to pass it, so they're struggling to throw it, they're struggling to run with the ball. Um, you know, Tyrod and his legs, I don't think that they're as much of a factor as they used to be when he was with the Bills, and you know, you have that um, shady. Uh, Tyron Taylor tandem back in 2016 that kind of led the league I think it was or was very much up there anyway um, so he's not that kind of dynamic you know running threat as well so the only area that I have a little bit of concern which certainly the Bills have alleviated I feel like I talk about it each week um, is just their D-line and Dexter Lawrence how well he played last year um, you know they got some good pieces around there um, Kayon Thibodeau who was quite high on in uh, last year's draft Azizo Jalari who I liked in I think it's 2021 they got some good bits up front but mm. again I don't think they've been too successful I don't think they've like kept you know the, 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 the Giants in the games Wink Martindale we know him uh, from his time with the Ravens in the league. And he likes to blitz and try and put pressure on a quarterback. I think that if they try and do it on Josh, that might work against them. Um, yeah. But, you know, it'll see. Yeah. Yeah, it feels like, you know, with um, what, you know, Brian Flores and the Vikings done against Mahomes and, you know, if they're struggling, you know, to cover, then you might as well try and send the house and try and affect the quarterback that way. So I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if they still follow that philosophy and try and get after Josh Allen. Uh, is it the right thing to do? I don't know. I actually forgot, totally forgot. <laughs> Boogie Basham, our good old friend, yes. Boogie Basham, would be. It's the revenge game, absolutely isn't nothing it? since getting there either. So. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh god! So Are we a, surprised? Yeah. No. Do you have a score prediction? Is there a weird one to predict to score for? Isn't it? <laughs> I know that I tend to say this. Like, if I try and you know, call, even if in my mind I feel like you know this is going to be a clear win for the Bills, if I try and like put out the energy that I think it's going to be a closer game. <laughs> <laughs> then it kind of does a kind of weird vex and, you know, the Bills actually end up as it planned in my head to win the game fairly comfortably. Um, obviously, we saw against the Jaguars, I predicted that we'd win by a field goal. But in this game, you know, yes, the Bills beat the Bills a lot of the time, but 
surely in this game where the Giants are probably yeah. one of the worst two or three teams Perfect. in it. Get right game, isn't it, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I can't see past the Bills winning like 35-14 or something. I just can't. Uh, so, so exactly Is that what, what you've I, gone for? Yeah, 35-13, okay. yeah, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> by a point, things, yeah, by wow. a point. A couple of field goals rather than a touchdown. But yeah, I'm the same, really. Yeah. I think that, I mean, it could easily be a 40-burger if the Bills really fight. I think that you know, under McDermott, they've got a great bounce back record uh, when they've when they've been yeah. defeated. Um, and this is absolutely a perfect bounce back game. Um, so yeah, I think it should be pretty comfortable. And any bets that you've already placed? I, I've actually placed quite a few on this one. Have you? I've not even actually had a look at the market. So whilst you were talking just before, the line is 14 and a half points. Yeah, I've, I've That's a massive it. line. I know, I'm you still bet the over. <laughs> I'm still bet the over. <laughs> That's fair enough. Um, I, I don't blame you whatsoever. I've also bet the line on touchdowns. The line is three and a half touchdowns for the Bills. I've gone for the over on that. Um, Josh yeah. Allen over 260 and a half yards. I feel that's going to be because I just think they're going to give us the ball back a lot. <laughs> so, wait, yeah. even if we, we up the running game as we, which we should do. And I've also gone for receiving yards for James Cook of over 15 and a half. I think that's his sneaky good value bet there. Um, I think that if Wink Martindale does send the house, Josh is going to be looking for easy drop off options. And that's going to be uh, in sort of Harty, Kincaid, James Cook kind of territory. And um, yeah, he's even if his worst re- receiving game, he's uh, run. He's received 14, 14 yards. So uh, that was against Washington. So everything else has been mm. higher or a lot higher than that. So that seems like a sneaky good value for James Cook um, at uh, four to, uh, 15 and a half receiving mm. yards. So yeah, uh, anything that sort of you'll be yeah, looking no, out I quite for like that. Yeah, so I'd kind of, you know, like you have with a rushing game, if we're going to be up by a couple of t- uh, touchdowns, then that's going to give, you know, James Cook, Damien Harris, Latavius Murray, all chances, um, you know, rushing attempts. So I'd be looking at yards and all of them, uh, especially the last two, because, you know, if it's going to be Carl Allen coming in the fourth quarter, what's the over-under? When, when do you think he'd come in? Like, do you think, Ooh. you know, it's, it's usually been like six, seven minutes. I reckon it's going to be a start of a fourth if, if yeah. the game goes as, it, go- as I think it will. Three scores up in the start of the fourth. Yeah, and I would put Cal Allen. I mean, I don't want to, yeah. you know, any given Sunday and all that stuff. But, <laughs> I know, I know. Um, but uh, yeah, I know. I, I, I want to see this. I yeah. want to see us getting some rhythm. Maybe this gives us a chance to get people like Harty and King uh, Kincaid and Trent Sherfield more yeah. involved. You know, I think that's, I think that's how they'll use it if they end up, you know, uh, three scores mm-hmm. up. They'll start to try and play around with other things and see if they can get a bit of rhythm in, in some of the other areas of the game. Yeah. Very good. Cool. All right then. Well, I'm um, looking forward to it. It'll be be in the middle of the night. Um, please do get in touch with us if you want to. We are Bills from Afar on Twitter, Bills from Afar at gmail.com. Um, if you want to get to us on email. Uh, until next time, go Bills. Go Bills. <laughs>